Get ready for the world's greatest Arsenal podcast. Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to Guns and Yellow Ribbons. My name is Fergus. I am your host. I'm joined today by Big Steve, Mem, and Old Man Trev. Uh, we're going to look ahead to the Chelsea game, and we're also going to look back at what has been um, quite a disastrous uh, end this year. Um, but we're going to try and be positive, and we're looking for positives. Uh, one thing that is uh, positive on this um, on this uh, podcast is myself. Um, I went after the show last. Um, uh, after the show last week, I went and got COVID tested, and myself and my wife were both tested positive. So yeah, it's hippie Kaye mother. You know what? The, you know how the rest of it goes. Trev, are you sober? Yeah, I'm sober, Fergus. I'm just on my first one, mate. So we're all right oh, at the moment. Oh Jesus! Oh we're Jesus! We're all right at the moment. What? <laughs> I'm on the. Uh, I'm on you the, the old captain. Cap- yeah, you and the captain uh, last week. I tell you what, you went overboard, definitely overboard. So, and <laughs> yeah, how is <laughs> uh, and, and, and how is John? Oh, uh, John's fine. I'm with his sister Don tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mem, how are you, mate? Good to see you. I'm okay, folks. Not too bad. Good to be here. Good, Good to see you, lad. Good. And Steve, where are you? I'm in Sunderland still. I'm uh, in my mum's room because the kids are in my room on the on the Xbox and or downstairs. There's kids everywhere at the moment, the four of them. So I'm hidden out the way. <laughs> hidden, hidden in the bedroom. It's probably you know what, as an Arsenal fan, it's probably a good place to be at right now. So yeah, well, the game's on soon, so I'm hoping they've gone for that. Just just in case there's any expletives that come out my mouth, they uh, they think Uncle Stephen's nice and not sweary, so. They haven't <laughs> haven't seen you when the football's on yet. And hello to all jumping in the chat. Um, where's my calendar? Where's your calendar? Where's the calendar? <laughs> I'm actually what? I got I got the new calendar yesterday, and the first thing I did was have a, had a look on the back, and I, and I, I said to me mum, I said, "Let's see what useless, you know, are not going to be here next year." And there's there, I think there's two on there that are probably not going to be here next year. Okay, I can't remember which okay. two, but yeah, calendars calendars downstairs. We'd we'd normally we'd normally start these sort of preview shows by taking a quick look back at the previous game. Like the last game we we talked about was the Everton game. I wasn't well enough to talk about the um, the City game. Both of those turned out to be absolute crock of crap. Um, Everton, Steve, summarise what you thought of the the Everton game. The thing is, Everton. I don't think we were that bad against Everton. I really don't. I think. You know, Everton played. Everton played well. Everton have been a decent side this year, and you know, after half time, they put ten men behind the ball. They did exactly what we've done for a lot of this season, um, and they defended well. And they've shown that they that they can defend well for for good parts of this season. Um, you know, lost out to a couple of goals from you know from crosses, headers. Um, yeah, I don't think we were that. I don't think we were that bad against Everton. Just couldn't couldn't get a, a second goal, and you know, I think that's credit to credit to Everton's defending. Uh, yeah, in fairness, I I, I don't think it was, it was as bad as as we thought. And I suppose the City game mem uh, was almost a free shot. It didn't really matter. They, you know. <laughs> The league, yeah. the league, comp- uh, league, league cup competition is irrelevant 
to a certain degree, do you think, Mem? It, it is right now, I think, yeah. Our need in the Premier League is um, significantly greater than the other competitions. But, you know, winning breeds confidence. So I think it would have been nice if we'd have got a better result. I, I, I found it really difficult. The first half hour, until Lacazette scored his goal out of nothing, really. Um, it was just men against boys again. They did they just look like they were toying with us. And they, they didn't really look like they got out of second or third gear either. So... Yeah, I actually fancied us against Everton. I kept my mouth really quiet. Yeah, I, kept, I didn't say anything, didn't post nothing. I fancied it. I was really up for it. I thought we'd get a result. But as Steve said, um, I don't think it was so poor against Everton. But the, the entire team is just so devoid of belief and confidence. And Yeah, I, I think, you know what, I really think I really think that is the case. It, it, it is confidence, confidence in the manager, confidence in, in players and their abilities. Um, Trev, we spoke on the phone over Christmas as well, and I said the way we were trying to go, go the, along this podcast. And you know, you've been supporting Arsenal since since God was a boy. Uh, I don't think even Liam Brady was born when you first started um, supporting Arsenal. Um, it was 1886, I think, uh, Trev, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> joke. Every podcast, every podcast is the same joke. You're boring me now, Fergus. Move on. Yeah, but you bite, you bite, you bite every time. It's like fishing with a net. You're driving me to drink. Listen, I've got some Scottish Glengoyne twelve-year-old malt whiskey, and that is that is apparently that is the vaccine to COVID nineteen. So just yeah, it's. But what what I what I think I said was like you know this Christmas. For all of us has been a little bit weird we've all uh, had to spell, spend a much more pared down christmas myself and my wife really didn't have any christmas as such um but it does make you think and value things an awful lot more and i think this barren spell for arsenal football club and for us supporters goes back to the terry neal days we touched on before but it should bring out the better in our fans and you'd like to think that people will value the club and what it represents more but they don't seem to trap do they social media no they don't fergus they don't and it, we're, we're in a position now where i seem i was talking to uh men briefly before we came live uh, at the moment my views seem to be saying it's changing by the hour on, on what's up with us you know um i'll put the man city game to one side put the man city game to one side i'm, I'm going to leave that be and hope that that was just a blip that we're not going to go back to but the everton game and the previous games it seems to me that all our weaknesses are the same basically every game that we can highlight basically the same areas of weakness in nearly every game we play and i'm not getting on arteta's back i am arteta's biggest supporter biggest supporter he's got my support until Oh, he's got my support all this year, next Christmas. But I would like to see some changes made, right? And 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 then I, I changed my view this week again in that in that um, um, I read a bit by me old mate Kevin Campbell in a program in, in the early nineties, and Kevin had been having a bad run of goal scoring, much like Albama Yang has been recently. And Kevin, he suddenly started banging in the goals again. And and Kevin said, "The reason I'm banging goals in again, I'm not, I'm not really changing the way I play, but I'm getting the supply. We've changed the midfielders, and I'm getting a supply of football. And if a striker gets a supply, he's going to score goals, right?" And then I thought, "Who have we got supplying the ball to our forwards? We've got Xhaka, we've got El Nenny, 
We've got Sabios with a great respect. And is that where the problem lies? But having that said that, I might have another opinion tomorrow, Fergus. I'm really clutching at straws, mate. I don't know how we we'll improve. But you know what, you, you know what, Trev? I think that is where the problem lies. And then people will mention uh, our Turkish friend, um, well, not all our friends, um, Ozil. You know, and people say, do you take him out of the doldrums and play him? Personally, I don't want him to play. You know, do you do you start going in and bringing the likes of Smith Rowe in? Would you bring Smith Rowe men? Like Trev said, yeah, we touched on this briefly just before we uh, went live. Um, it, it is a valid point. We, we've, we've, we don't have any forward thinking. Forget about forward ball players. We don't have many midfield players that think, as soon as I get the ball, I'm going forward. Um, having said that, I can't remember whether, I think it was the si Lacazette had two great opportunities to score against, I don't know if it was the Everton game or the City game. He was six, seven yards out. So the few chances we have been creating, I'm afraid to say our forwards haven't exactly been, you know, gobbling them up either. So it's, it's, it's again, it's, it's, it can, I just honestly think the team is playing with just devoid of total and utter belief and confidence at the moment. And I too, like you, Trev, I believe in Mikel Arteta massively. I really do. I think there's a group of players, a big bunch of players that are letting him down. In the short term, the problem, I believe, is probably a dozen, 13, 14 players that need to go. In the long term, it's above him with 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 the ownership. Um, that, that leads me on to it. It's, it's like, should they, somebody said to, uh, sent a message to me and said, um, who said it's going to get, uh, got to get worse before it gets better? Uh, those true those words are very true right now um i think it was yourself trevor that said it um uh, we all know where the problem is it begun at the club a long time ago uh, longer than our current owners who have no really vested interest in in our club other than for a pound note the true supporter of this once great club needs for once to be together as one voice to rid ourselves of these money grabbing americans and it needs That's to get text worse. Did you text it? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. It need, it yeah. Need Trev, do you remember this article? That, you see this article yes. you posted, I think, Hillwood a few weeks ago and you circled yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, when it started going wrong, in my opinion. Yeah. Possibly yeah. a few years prior to that, but that that resonated that's, with me, that statement. Read it, that's, read it out. That's 2008 when, when yeah. Cronky as okay. a non-executive director. Okay, yeah. that's right. Answering the question about the club's long-term ownership, he said, I think overall the view is that we, oops, uh, that we should strive to maintain the shareholding and the custodianship as it is. We have made many statements in the newspapers that we don't want control to be handed over to somebody who hasn't got Arsenal in their blood. I assure you that we will continue to pursue that aim. And that this is from Cronkley. No, no, that's Hillwood, isn't it? Is that from our AGM Hillwood, is it? That's it. That would that was in in two thousand and eight, Steve. They, they, there's a, a Hillwood uh, introduced Stan Cronky at the at the AGM, and Cronky sat next to Arsene Wenger, and he was introduced as a new non-executive board member, non-executive yeah. director, and then further on in the meeting is what happened there with Mem and. And they asked, and I just always get it in my head now. Cronky must have been sitting there thinking, lapping it up. I'll have you. I'll have this. Yeah. I'll have this. Yeah. I, Don't matter what I you mean, say. I'll have this. My, anyway, my head come was, on, boys. Was, 
my head was buried in the sand at that point after after the Champions League final. I've said it on a few podcasts before. My it, although I've always still supported Arsenal, that was sort of that 2006 to sort of 2010. I was just so much more into rugby and just not not as fussed about football. I was gutted after the Champions League final, but yeah, but yeah, the the, the problem goes back. A long time, and and you know, just touching on what you and Memma saying, I think I'm I'm slightly in the middle. As much as I believe in Arteta, and I do think for me, he he should have until at least this time next year. You've got to give him the the transfer windows, get some of the players out. I think his problem, and this is where it's running out. I think his time is is starting to perhaps run out with a lot of people. Is is where he is picking the same players that are underperforming, you know? And yeah, you've got to say. The forwards, you know, everyone's saying about creativity and lack it. Chances that we do get a lot of the time, they're not putting them putting them away. So it is a real cluster of of problems at the moment, and I and I think so many people are just so keen to lay the blame on one person, whether it be Arteta, Kroenke, the players. There's not enough, you know, there's not enough sort of open thinking about what's actually going on, and I think that's that's why there's so much divide within the fan base and, and and a big problem of that is is because of social media and we've said it before on the podcast. Yeah. Put that comment up from James Power, mate. Put that comment up from James Power, mate. Do you mind? So J- James but, says the owners are back to Emery and Arteta uh, far more than they did Wenger. So I don't hold the ownership responsible. Maybe some of their internal appointments uh, who made, made transfers. I could... Absolutely, see James's view there. Absolutely, but let me give you an example, right? Of 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 how this how it works, right? We sign rubbish players, right? So we blame the manager, but the manager don't choose them players. So we blame these middle people that James was talking about, right? And then we we, we say the middle people ain't good enough because they've for whatever reason they've chosen the wrong players. So then we have to go back a step further and we look at the people that put the middle people in place and we come to the Cronkies. So you can trace everything back to the owner if you want to push so far. What happens in between ain't pretty, but at the end of the day, where however you look at it, you can take it back to the very top, right? Yeah. If, if, if the people we've got that are doing the recruiting and the directorship aren't good enough, who puts them in place? So the blame has to go back to the top. Yeah, take Trevor, out. I was, I was um, sent just, a message before we move too far. Hang on one second. I was sent a message by um, a contact of mine. Um, Arsenal Football Club had a meeting with um, key stakeholders uh, on Zoom just before Christmas, and Edu was asked a question like, "We just need to sort it out." And Edu's response was so awe-inspiring; it was unreal. All he said is, uh, "We're working really hard behind the scenes. I'd like to wish you and your your families a merry Christmas." He didn't take any responsibility or any ownership uh, for the problem in there, and he's our director of football. Can I just say yeah. why that, when when Trev posted that um, uh, from the AGM meeting in the circle, did you? What why it resonated with me so much is he talks about. Um, you know, keeping it within the Arsenal family custodianship. What I'd like to ask and what I want to put there right now is where is that custodianship right now? Where is it? Who who, who, who sort of bleeds and feels the fans' pain in terms of boardroom ownership? I know Arteta's feeling it. Not sure about Edu because he's made a couple of comments of late and it's just got me thinking, really? 
Really? Hmm. But um, I, th that's what concerns me, um, and 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 I fear that the only way of I've never spoken like this. I've never felt this. I've never had it. I've never felt the need to talk about it in this way before. But I'm now at a stage when I'm thinking, where is my football club going? And are these people at the top of the tree really steering it in the direction that it needs to go? Or is it, is it, is it more, um, you know, more of a self requirement, a self need, which, which if you look at all the other franchises and clubs and sports that they're involved with in the States, they haven't them them clubs haven't exactly covered themselves with glory in terms of winning. They may might be making money. They may be making money. They may be turning over a profit, a bottom line. But these guys just don't fill me with inspiration. And and, and I just think to myself, logically, surely if you're about money and you want to make more money, if the team on the pitch is performing and competing for Premier League titles. Them sponsorship deals, guys, tell me if I'm wrong, if I'm talking nonsense, please shut me down. These sort of deals, don't they go up from 50 million to 100 million? If you're winning trophies, you surely strengthen your hand when it comes to negotiating your shirt, deals, this deal, that deal. And, and, and Liverpool is a fine example of that with just Coutinho. Perfect. They just sold, sold Coutinho, bought them for shekels and sold them for millions. Listen, we're going to get on to look ahead to the Chelsea game. Uh, because <laughs> this time last year we played them at the Emirates uh, in this game and we got robbed. We really got robbed. It, it was a last-minute winner that they, they nicked it 2-1. If in, in reality, remembering that game, I, I was probably that was the most gutted game I, I, I can remember of, of last season. Um, and uh, we, should, we, we played really, really well and, and it was a really good game. Um, and it was it, it was a it was one of the first like young manager tests. It was it was Fat Frank versus Arteta as well. So you know, sending off. It was, wasn't it? We were ten men, and we almost we almost come away it, with the point. That was the Steve, Martinelli wasn't goal, wasn't it? That was about to ask, wasn't that the Martinelli goal game? The Martinelli goal, ten men. We we played our socks off. And I thought yeah, that was two team. all away. Was it that two all away at Chelsea? I can't remember to be fair, guys. It was two one. The, the game, no, but Martinelli's game, goal was, no, it was, was a two-all draw with 10 men. Two-all. Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal lost the corresponding fixture last season with Chelsea scoring twice in the last seven minutes to win it 2-1. So oh, that right. was that that was the... Was that the, the home this, game? That was, that was the 10 home men. game. Yeah, oh, it was, okay. I'm sure it we were away. It was game I was thinking of, yeah. We played it's well. Good to have Martinelli game. back. <laughs> it's good to see him uh, well, back. Martinelli, Martinelli had a shin shin injury, and he'll be assessed. Uh, Granite Shaka returns after a three much a three match ban. I'm sure we could find more matches to ban him for. Um, and Abamyang will be monitored after missing successive matches with a calf strain. Trev, has he got a calf strain, or does he have something wrong with his you know with his head? It's like what you were talking about earlier with Abamyang. Abamyang. No. Um, I, I I don't know. I'm hoping it's just the way that Alabama Yang is and that he comes across like this because he has always appeared to be a bit, you know, a bit easy going. But what we've got to remember is it is about these players now. In my head, it's about these players, Fergus, boys, because these players, the, precisely these players, have shown us how well they can perform. They started this season, they finished last season, played very well for this coach. Just as they started playing very well for Unai Emery, who has my great sympathy, right? 
So it's down to the players today. I would like to see the injection of one or two youngsters. I would like to see Martinelli or either and either ESR or Balogun start with Martinelli. I don't want to see um, Xhaka and um, El Nenny in the same side. I, I want to see someone that's going to charge into the box and that keeps pointing me towards uh, Smith Rowe. I'm desperate to see that boy get a chance. And at the end of the day, we can't be any worse. We can't be any worse if we that make the changes. Exactly it. I, I need Arteta to show me. Remember, I'm a supporter of Arteta when I say this. I need Arteta to show me that he's thinking on his feet, that he's thinking this isn't working. I don't care about Willian on his big contract. I don't care about Xhaka spitting his dummy out and chucking the shirt on the floor. I'm thinking about that name, that name, Arsenal. That's all he's got to think about, the Arsenal. don't Because the Arsenal's bigger than all of them names, bigger than all of them ex-coaches, bigger than them owners. So all Mikel Arteta has got to do is think the Arsenal. And this, this his name was mentioned in the chat just now. I can't remember his name. This super agent that's got the box at Arsenal that's good friends with so-and-so, so-and-so. He's, I, I, I want to see him booted so far down Hornsey Road, right, that he ends up sitting on the roof of that cock at the toilet bowl, right? The, the, the problem with that, though, Trev, is it's his association with Edu, I believe, isn't it? I don't know that for a fact. I don't know that for a fact, man. Maybe you might have gone on moot, mate. I don't know that he is associated with, associated with Edu. Like, you hear lots of things that you don't know if you can believe, Mo. This week I heard, I saw a quote that was it was attributed to Ken Fryer, right? I don't know if Ken Fryer said it. It was attributed to Ken Fryer, the grand old man of Arsenal. 70 years involved with Arsenal Football Club. Seven zero years involved with our great football club. And Ken Fryer was quoted as saying, I don't know if it's true, but he was quoted as saying, in all my 70 years, this isn't one of the worst seasons I've seen. This is the worst season I've seen. If that is true, we are in serious trouble. And Mikel Arteta needs to put everything out of his head apart from thinking the Arsenal. What is best for the Arsenal? And do what he thinks. Because we know he's a good coach. We know he talks well. We know he's had success as a number two. There's no reason why he can't have success at the Arsenal. But he's got to put everyone else aside. Think the Arsenal. Mm-hmm. We're 14 points for 14 games. It's our worst record at this stage of the season since 1974-75. We're 15th, the lowest position we've held in the league table on Christmas since 1982-83 when we were 16th. And we could equal our worst Premier League run of eight games without a win between November 92 and January 93. Are we going to do that, uh, Mem? Are we going to just turn up and surprise the absolute granny out of us all? I hope it's the latter, Ferg. I honestly do. But I, I, again, I, I just, it, it's, it's Trevor's right. I, I think what Mikel, I, I honestly still do believe in the manager. One or two comments, one or two interviews. He's made recently again has just struck a little chord with me, which suggests to me that he's starting to feel the pressure, rightly so, because the results are nowhere near good enough. He now needs to take it by the horn and be a little bit braver and be be bold. Yeah, we have got some young kids that, and I don't think you can you can't throw half a dozen of them in because you could you, you can ruin it. Yeah, I, I do think 
yeah, Smith Rowe looks bright. He could potentially give us um, a bit more going forward. I have to say, um, I really like the look of that Balagoon. Um, he looks a more complete centre forward than, dare I say, Eddie and Ketier, um, who, 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 who I still have time for. I, I've not totally wrote him off. But I went through our squad the other day, and I, I, I think, I don't know if I posted it, I think I did. I, I selected 13 stroke 14 players that, you know, need, need, need to be moved on. Need to be moved that's, on. That's, it's that many. That's more than 50% yeah. of the squad. That's not more than I know, I know. It's really bad. I actually went through it because I thought it would be eight or nine, but I ended up with a list of 13 for sure, stroke 14, yeah? Um, but I think now's the time when, like Trev said, we've got nothing to lose. If he picks the same lot today as he has done in previous games and we end up with the same result, what's he learned? Nothing. If we go with a couple of youngsters... And it changes the dynamic of the game. And we approach things some way differently. And I know Balogun's out of contract at the end of the year. I know. And, and there's talk that he wants to stay and we want to keep him. These guys need to be given an opportunity, yeah? How will we ever know if they're ever going to cut the mustard and make it if they don't get a chance? Not in the Europa League. Europa League group stage matches are nothing games. They're not nearly competitive Man. enough. The opposition is too weak. They need to be given an opportunity against the likes of today's opponents. The Europa League, I think, uh, once we come up against Benfica, if we're in the form we are in now, that we're going to get absolutely smashed. Steve, question for you. Defensively, has he sorted us out? Because um, we've conceded just two league goals from set pieces, both corners, fewer than any other team in the league. I think I think defensively, we, we do look do look better. We look more structured. And, and, and you know, you apart from the Villa game, I don't think we've conceded more than three. I, I think, sorry, I think that's the only time we have conceded three, right, in the league. Um, so defensively, we're so much, I would say we're so much better. The problem as well is obviously you can have a, you can have a good back four, but if your midfielders leave them exposed, there's going to cause problems. If your goalkeeper makes mistakes, there's going to be problems. So I'm not going there today. I think defensively, I think he has done a much better job and especially considering, you know, the back end of last season and it, you know, cause back in the last season, we weren't scoring goals for fun. We were winning games based on a good defense and a good counter-attack. The problem now is when we do have a counter-attack, our players look lost. Our players don't put in the same lung busting runs that they were doing at the back end of last season. You don't have the players that are trying to really work their bollocks off to get a ball through. Um, and that's the difference between now and last season. Cause last season we said, you know, we were winning games one or two, you know, by one or two goals, and they were all on the they were all on the counter. They were all either scrappy goals or, or good counter attacking goals. So there's still lots to work on. But um, to answer your question and not waffle, yes, I do think we do look better defensively. I, I hope so because Chelsea have scored eight goals from corners in the Premier League this season, and that's more than any other team in the league as well. So we're we're definitely going to be under the cosh uh, from their aerial threat. Um, uh, in the in there, Tammy Abraham's has scored 25 goals for Chelsea in all competitions. Um, you know, they, they've always had a player, be it Drogba or somebody like that, who's always been a bit of a nemesis uh, for us, uh, Chelsea. Um, mm. Let's um, let's let's see. Go on. Focus. Yes. What he what Heath has commented there, Holding and Gabriel is a good pairing. Yeah. The boy's right. He's exactly right. I went fishing on a little bit 
a little bit on Twitter last week. I went fishing a little bit on Twitter, and I just put a tweet on there that uh, take away, even without his header that hit the bar, holding was quality, right? And I just wanted to see what happened. And in, in all honesty, most of the Arsenal fans agreed with me. Most of them politely disagreed. But then I just had the few that were just like giving, holding so much horrible grief. And I thought, hang on a minute. He don't deserve that. He's not looking bad this season. What what do people see? What do people see to make him actually be that that vicious to any player? Let alone a player that's not playing bad on his first season back after injury. You know? It's because he didn't. Uh, Arsene Wenger made a great comment years ago, and 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 even without making that comment, I think it still holds. You know, it's because he wasn't expensive. It's because he wasn't a big name signing. If he was a Tarkowski from Burnley that cost us thirty five million after a good season, everybody would be raving. But because he's a two million Bolton player that that traditionally, you know, oh, I, I, sorry, I don't mean traditionally. Traditionally is the wrong word. But in this day and age isn't seen as a great signing for a club as big as Arsenal, people do their nut. The problem with Holden is when he's looked bad, it, is, it, it has been because Bellerin has left him exposed and he has been stung trying to cover two men. Or there's no one in the midfield in front of him. So he's 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 put on the back foot. And Holden, because he's a big, burly centre-back, he doesn't have the pace or necessarily the, the agility to get into those positions. To, to, to make a you know a last ditch two on one you know goal saving challenge. Um, Tom, Tom, totally Tom makes a good great point. Tom makes a good point in the comments. He says holding a Gabriel are a good, a good couple as long as they don't have shaky. Now it's like hold, holding looks looks a bit shaky when he's let down by players around him. Put him on a one on one. Put you know generally in the box he's he's pretty good. One on one he's pretty good. But it's when he's exposed when he's stretched. That I think, he, but uh, totally agree. Holding this season, I don't get the the anti-holding uh, agenda. That's that's right. the same with any defenders. That's the same with Correct. any defenders. Do can Fergus? Can you stop putting that picture up of um of Tom Sabol, please? Because them eyes are scaring the crap out of me in that picture, son. <laughs> them eyes are scaring right. the crap Te- out of me in that Te- picture. Teams are out. We have are they? Leno, Bell- yeah, Leno, Bellerin, Tierney, Saka, Lacazette. Holding, Mari, Elneny, Smithrow. Smithrow! Yes! And Martinelli! Yes! Yes! No, yes, he's sorry. done it! Can Come we, on! Can we put that up? Like, make that bigger? I'll, I'll look on Twitter as well, but... Oh! He's he, he dropped he, Alabama, Yang! Oh, Aubameyang. my lord! Oh, my lord! not fit, though. He's just coming back. Oh, my lord! Can I just done. say... So the yeah, he's been, yeah, this is what we've just been talking about, him being a little bit bolder, yeah? He, he, he can't keep that kicking the same old, can he? Jack yeah, should be there, but fair enough. Jack should be there, noticed, fair enough. I've just noticed, though, he's put El Nenny and Jack in, which yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. The thing is, mate, uh, the uh, Nile should be there, but he ain't going to play in the midfield. That's Marley. that's a good side. And that is a back four. That is a four. That is a four, three. Uh, what is that? Gabriel's injured then. I think it's a 4 3 3, isn't it? Gabriel's red card, Gabriel's red card Trev. Yeah, red oh, card. Why so I think, me that uh, two, Rob, it's a 4 2 Rob, 3 1. 4 2 3 1. 
I think the quarterback's good. I think Steve, you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. But just to touch on this briefly, I think think Rob Holding, in what has thus far been a really piss poor season, Rob Holding, Kieran Tierney, I think are the two shiny lights in our defence. I do like Gabriel. He's looked a little bit hasty of late, but I think Rob Holding's growing. I think he's growing in stature. I think he's growing. Growing in confidence. I don't have a problem with him lacking a bit of pace. Hmm. Boys, in the air. Willian's not even on the bench. Who? Yeah, that's good. Willian's not even on the bench. Even better. That's what we wanted to see, lads. The bench is good. The thing is now, right? The thing is now, win, lose or draw today, at least Arteta is showing us that he's tr- he's, he's thinking That's about it. things. That's what we want. Right? That is what Correct. we want. Mate. He's Correct. thinking about things. We've got Martinelli and Smith Rowe. That's all the changes we needed. We've got Saka and Martinelli. Oh, I need to change my tenor pants because this old man's going to wet himself. I'm excited <laughs> about this. Right? I'm really excited about this. Yeah? This is what it's we've been up, asking it? for. Right? He's changed it up. He's yeah. changed it up, man. Exactly right, son. And all you Arsenal fans out there now, right? On yeah, in Twitter land, in Facebook land, in whatever land, back the team. What's back Potty the on team? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, uh, Dan, Dan, you need it's, to clarify the comments. It's so been sarcastic, isn't he? It's just been. It's just. It's just a bit of sarcasm. That's all. It's, I get it. I get no, it. No, no William, no, it, Louis, it, it must be true. Been, <laughs> yeah, it's but it's got a point. It's got a point. It's got a point. Yes, it should have been done a while ago. I'm done with these Chelsea outcasts, guys. I don't know about you, but nothing ever good comes from Chelsea into our team. I don't ever want to see another Chelsea outcast join the Arsenal. I think I said it to you men before. We're turning into what oh, yeah, uh, I'm Ham were, West Ham were in the 80s. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, just, just on that Gabriel thing, Mem, I, I think the reason he's looked shaky the last couple of games, just because I, I think he he's trying too much at the yes, moment. Yes, not shaky. I just think he's just, he's just wanting to win. Yeah, he wants to win every ball. You can't yeah. win every ball. Um, I think he's trying to realise that he, because he's the one that's, that, that people are pinning their hopes on now, I think he's trying a bit too hard to to really go for it. Um yeah, I'm I'm really happy with that. Obviously, Xhaka, you know, never good to see Xhaka. Kai made a comment about Gabriel playing midweek, but I don't think cards count in the in the League Cup. In League Cup, it's separate, yeah. Yeah, the it's the FA Cup and and the League. FA Cup and the League are together, yeah. Yes, there um, we go. Potsy Pots just said. Louise and William are the two rumored players to have leaked this. Um, uh, that, yeah, that's what and, I thought. And Why does that not surprise anybody, though? Potsy, what do you think of that selection, son? Drop us a message. Put it on here. Potsy, I know you've been on a downer, son, but surely that's got to have lifted you a little bit, Potsy. Yeah. Surely, it's, son. It's, surely. I'm, just, I'm so happy give, to just see, uh, uh, just see something different. Cha- yeah, it's, uh, Sentiment FC actually puts a, a point up here, which did worry me a little, that I didn't want to rush Martinelli back and risk him getting a double injury. Um, you know, he, he did hobble off that pitch. Um, I think bang in the shin, wasn't it? It was just a, a stinger. He put up on Instagram that it was, it was, it was all fine afterwards. 
He looks our most likely source at present, doesn't he, the boy? He's so bright and he's fearless, man. He just goes for everything. That's why I'm so excited to see Smith Rowe. I know Willock has been tried in the in you know in the middle of the park, and I and I like Willock, but Willock just I think Willock is he's a player that that will do well, not quite necessarily as a ten, sort of really you know he's he plays that sort of Aaron Ramsey role, late runs in, trying mm. to get forward, but he's not as dynamic as someone he doesn't like look him. after a ball as well, does he, Steve? The Chelsea side that we're facing is Mendy in goal, James Zuma, Thiago Silva. Thiago <laughs> uh, Silva, Chilwell, Kante, uh, <laughs> Mount, Pulisic, Boom. Abraham, and Werner. Right, Olivia, Olivia Giroud Boom. on the bench. Good. Oh, God. They're uh, still in the chat moaning. Like, I know El Nenny and Jacker in midfield isn't great, but come on. <laughs> like, Big there's moaning. some change. Cling on to, you know, it's Christmas. Cling on yeah. to a little bit of positivity. He's yeah. made one of the exactly. changes that we wanted to see. Yeah. And William Kev, in the squad. <laughs> Kev, 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 Steve is right, son. Steve is right. Kev, hang on to the positives, son. Remember, we're Arsenal fans, son. Hang on to the positives. He's made some small There's changes. Some silver linings. There is, you know, yeah. yeah I don't want to see Shaka, but there is some silver linings here. We got Martinelli. We have, and you know, and we've we've got a dynamic three behind Lacazette. And as 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 much as Lacazette hasn't been been wonderful, if he is going to come deep, at least we now know that we've got Martinelli, Smith Rowe, and Saka that are going to be making runs up, uh, beyond so Lacazette. And that's the main thing. Aubameyang and William weren't making runs beyond Lacazette. So if Lacazette comes deep, we lose that. We, we lose possession. At least we know what exactly. Well said, Big Stevie. Well said, son. You see, oh, the thing is, right? In his in, <laughs> in his small time, in his short short game time this year, Emil Smith Rowe has made more forward runs into the opposition penalty area than Jacker and El Nani have made between them all season. Right, mm -hmm. so uh, let's turn try and turn it into a positive from the old man. If Jacker and El Nenny are playing behind Smith Rowe, we don't need Jacker and El Nenny to make these deep runs into the box because trust me, Smith Rowe's going to be doing it. Smith Rowe's going to be doing it for him. If we get beat today, I'll be devastated, gutted, but I'll be saying that at least he made an effort, he made a couple of changes. Men was exactly right earlier when he said we can't just change 11 players overnight, we can't do it. You know, Scully, behave yourself. Be a positive Scully today. Be a positive Scully. You know, it's, um, we're all right. We're all right today. Come on, Arsenal. We've Come got on. a guest oh, appearance. Feel... Have Hello. A guest appearance. Hello. Hello. They Come on, Arsenal. <laughs> What's your name? Her name's Olivia Grace. Oh, Olivia Grace. Hello, Olivia Grace. Star of the show, mate. So lucky. Steve, so lucky you never got your uncle's look, son. <laughs> <laughs> I could say something totally yeah. inappropriate right now, but um, I'm on. <laughs> I think Ainsley deserved his position. I think Ainsley deserved to retain the right back position. But you're right, Trev. Yeah. It has lift. I think the selection of young um, uh, Smith Rowe and Martinelli starting, and, and more importantly, the players that he's dropped and are not even on the bench. Um, exactly. It seems to, seems to have lifted yeah. everybody. So let's 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 listen. We are in desperate need of a result. Okay, and yeah. in football, yeah, 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 things change really quickly, lads. You know, three 
when we beat Man U seven weeks ago, um, everyone was calling Oli out. They were all calling for his head. Fast forward, they've won, I think, six out of the next Premier League games. Uh, they're third from top. So things can change very quickly in football. So yeah. we need we need yeah. a result from somewhere, you know. Let's hope one of these boys but, produce a bit of magic today. Mem, you're so right, son. Mem, you are so right. Of all the players I feel sorry for at Arsenal, Ainsley Maitland-Niles is the main man at the yeah. moment. I just yeah, feel I, sorry I feel that they deserve. don't leave him in the side and give him a run. Yeah, He, he yeah. deserves a go, you know. He really does deserve a go, that boy. Every time but, he plays, that's, that's the problem. Is he, If he was a bit part, if he was a... Meh, Every time he played, like you know, like someone like Willock that doesn't excel when he plays, you'd understand. But Maitland Niles has come in, and every time he does a job and he does it bloody well, whether that's a left wing back, right wing back, or at centre midfield. And he, you know, yes, his versatility is possibly you know hindering him, but at the same time, if one week he says, Look, Gaffer, can I have a go at centre midfield? Who, you know, over Xhaka, why not? Over El Nenny, even if it was aimed. I'll tell you what the really disappointing thing with, with El Nenny was for me the other day, and it, the, the meme has gone around on our chat group and, and so on, because myself and Steve have, have spoken highly of the of the player just because he does the basics very well. But it was just, um, I think it was David Luiz was pushing the ball forward and forward and forward. The ball comes to him in the middle of the park and he sends it right back to the centre half again. And he had, he had three men running. I yeah, could, I, I don't believe it when I saw that clip. Believe it. How many times have I said on this podcast he's a bog standard average player who is a what is a El Nini a safer bet than Jacker because he makes less mistakes he let he makes less mistakes and errors that result in goals yeah both Jacker's actually dare I say a better football than an El Nini but he's bog standard guys he really really is I can't I just ah he's he's not for me he really ain't. Two points from what you boys just said, right? Two points from what you boys just said. Firstly, Charles Anderson, I love you, son, but wash your mouth out saying that about our Ainsley. Wash your mouth out, son. And secondly, secondly, if the story does break that Louise and Willian have been left totally out of the squad for other than football reasons, then this isn't personal against Louise and 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 um Willian, but this is for uh, Arteta. How much of a pair of balls will that show Arteta has got? If he's left them out because they've been kicking off behind the scenes, then that shows we've got a manager, boys. That really shows we've got a manager who cares. And in a way, I hope it's the case for no other reason than it'll be a massive support to Arteta. Massive support. Trolls off the giving you, by the way, son. I've been a big critic of Ainsley of Ainsley in the past, but you what know when when someone produces the kind of performances, defensive performances that he's been producing, and his ball distribution has improved. It is getting better. Um, you've got to go with the guy. I mean, we know what Hector's going to do, don't we? We all know, and I've protected Hector on a number of occasions. But there's been a couple of incidents this season now. Um, I think he's on borrowed time myself as well. So, yeah, disappointed that Nathan and Nines isn't, isn't in. But other than that, I think we're all lifted by the um, team selection. So, right, stick, stick think, your neck in the block. Wait, stick your neck in the block, Fergus, Mem. Wait, wait, Fergus, okay. wait. We, need okay. now, we now need to start calling Mem. Mem's got a new name, right? Hector Protector, <laughs> right? Hector Protector. <laughs> no. I, 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 just, I did it just then then, mate. He's on borrowed time now. He's... 
There's been a couple of incidents when when young when Jack Grealish just shoved him off the ball when earlier in the year when Phil Foden um just turned inside so easily. I, I've been oh yeah, there's been a few incidents like that that's really infuriated me. Uh, and young Ainsley has been fantastic, yeah, considering he's playing in a really you know a, a team with poor confidence, not flowing. I, I think he, he deserved. He'll come again. I'm sure he'll come again. Yeah. One person right. predictions. Go on. Go on. Well, you're asking me first. Yeah, yeah. Go on. You far away. Um, give us your um, score prediction now on on the back of what you've seen on that lineup. Um, I think we'll win two one. Two one to the Arsenal. Uh, Trevor, do we take yours as just standard four nil? Uh, no, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, right? I'm going to be sensible, right? I'm going to go 3-1 to the Arsenal. Okay. Um, Steve? I'm going to go 2-1. Um, yeah, one. Well, I'm just going to chip in. Right. One person we haven't mentioned is Marie coming in. I think he needs yes. to have a big... Because, every, you know, everybody seems to be hyping him up and saying, you know, how good he could be and how he's going to be, you know... The, the, the almighty centre back. I've seen it a lot. Seen it a lot since he first signed. That people were getting quite happy with with Pablo, and he's not played against top top opposition. The one time he did, he got injured against City, and and he had a good game before that, and then he got injured, and he's come back and he's played in cup games and whatnot. So I really hope that he has a big big commanding performance because then at least we can go into next season and the rest of this season knowing that we have another safe second option at centre back. We got Gabriel and Holden, we know what they can do. We know what Callum Chambers does and he's he's on his way back. But the fact that we can then go, well actually we shouldn't have to see Staffy again. We shouldn't have to see Kalasanach in a back three. We've got Pablo Murray, we've got Tierney in a back three, we've got Chambers, Gabriel Holden. So I really hope he has a good game and doesn't get doesn't get Hang caught on. out. Bang on, Steve, about Mari. Absolutely. Yeah, bang on. We need to see him against this type of opposition just to see what yeah. type of player Play we have is. on our hands because we've not seen enough of him. Bang on. I hope he's outstanding. I really hope he has a yeah. good game. I really do. Well, this is this is, this is is the test for them all. This is um, a big test. I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. Uh, is a draw actually... Heathen swine. just on a positive... We've all been talking about how up we are because we're selecting all these new players. The youngsters are in. We're all on a high. And you go for a 1-1. You're a disgrace, Fergus. I told you at the outset of this show that the only thing is positive is me, and that's full of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, um, I hope hope we enjoy the game. I hope I am a heathen. I hope we're closer to uh, what Trevor has said at 3-1. You have been watching an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans, for Arsenal fans. If you watch us on uh, Facebook, you can follow us on Guns and Ribbons. If you watch us on Twitter and Periscope, we've got another guest. Fergus, wait, Fergus, wait, wait, wait. Because, right, last week, right, last week I said, don't click on us if you don't want to because we're not here to make money. Well, I've got to take it back, Fergus, because you told me off. We're not here to make money. We don't give a damn about making money. We don't give a damn about people liking us. But if you could just click like on YouTube, it gives Fergus a load more tools to work on this on this um, 
on this podcast. So I'm sorry, Fergus, I've took it back now. Hopefully I'm your friend again. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've forgiven you. And and, and that fifty pound check you sent through did help as well. So yeah, if we need we're trying to get to a thousand we're trying to get to a thousand likes on, on YouTube because it will enable us to do some stuff once we get back into the stadium. Uh so we can possibly do more of this sort of stuff uh before the game or something like that. Listen, um you know how this podcast started and how it's ended? Yes. A little bit flat, a little bit. Mm, look, it's, it's ending quite upbeat, and we all seem to be a little bit more excited. Let's hope the ninety minutes pans out in the same way. Yeah, I do hope so. I do hope so. <laughs> Agree. Only one final, only one final thing to say, people. Up the arse. Up the arse. Up the Arsenal. You've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too.